This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season two. It's episode 27. Breaking news right before we had the Cubs' third game against the Mariners. Ian Happ was extended. Crowley, great interview uh, previewing the Dodgers series. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's going to be a tough one. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens here. But uh, when we take a look at the standings, you know, you're not going to be too upset about this as a Cub fan. The Cubs are 6-5. and five. They're two games back. Milwaukee's still at first. Then comes Pittsburgh at 7-5. and five. Cincinnati four and six and St. Louis four, seven. So some of those teams still have to play their games tonight. Uh, so that'll be, um, you know, hopefully the Cubs can kind of have a, have a good series. Anytime the- I see St. Louis at the bottom, Crowley, I'm going to be happy. Oh, absolutely. When we look at the injury slash roster report, Kyle Hendricks will throw a two inning live BP today. So every day getting a little bit closer. Say Suzuki will start again tonight. He played last night for seven innings and went zero for four. He's two for nine in the three games he has played. According to David Ross, best case scenario is Sale rejoins the team at some point on this West Coast trip to L.A. and Oakland. Um, Brandon Hughes, left-hander that we've been talking about, he pitched two-thirds of an inning. He struggled. He gave up four hits and three runs with a walk. No strikeouts. He gave up a home run. But good to see that he's, he's throwing, he's in games, and hopefully to the Cubs sooner rather than later. You have Cody Hewer through one inning of live BP as he makes his way back from Tommy John surgery. We talked about Javier Saad being sent to AAA, option to AAA, and Ross said that you know he's they're going to stretch out Javier Saad as a potential starter, but he can also be a bullpen option too if they need. Again, it would be a perfect time to get a guy like Assad up after using all those pitchers. Granted that he can get some guys out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So the Cubs get ready to take their first West Coast road trip. The Dodgers have started a little slow and are 6-6 six and six so far this season, tied for third place in the NL West. They're finishing up a series with San Francisco tonight with Clayton Kershaw on the mound. That series is tied at one. The Cubs played the Dodgers seven times in 2022, and Dustin, they lost all seven games, so you can only go up, right? You can only go up, and you won't have to face Kershaw. So there you go. Two things going for the Cubs. The Cubs took two out of three against the Mariners, so looking at the matchups on Friday, Justin Steele gets the start. He's 1-0 with a .75 ERA. He's pitched 12 innings with 11 strikeouts. In his last start against the Rangers, he pitched six innings, gave up four hits, one runs, but also had four walks and only three Ks. So he had a seven-start streak of five strikeouts or more in an outing snapped. Even though the results have been good, Dustin, I feel like we haven't seen the best of Justin Steele just yet, and I think this Dodger lineup will be a good test. Very good test. Uh, I'm hoping to stay up late Friday night and uh, catch all of this one. 
Oh yeah, it's those great late night West Coast games. Well, when LA you get will... up at two thirty in the morning on Friday. It'll be <laughs> tough to stay up until midnight, but whatever. Well, you know, you get Saturday off, right? Saturday it... off, yeah. Oh yeah, Saturday, so, Sunday so, so you got so Thursday they're off. So Friday is the game, so you can stay up late Friday and you don't get get up Saturday morning. That's right. So the uh, the LA will counter with former Met Thor so Noah Cindergard. Syndergaard is 1-0 with a 6.30 ERA and two starts, pitching 10 innings with 8 Ks. In his last start against the Diamondbacks, he went four innings pitch and gave up eight hits on six runs with two Ks. Syndergaard is not the cut-up Thor that you saw in the early Marvel movies. He is more like the overweight, slothy uh, Thor that you saw in the uh, Infinity Endgames. Uh, he's, he's lost a little velocity on his fastball. He's not the same pitcher that I remember looking at 2015 when the Cubs were in the NL CS and got dominated by that Mets pitching staff. So I like that matchup right there. Hopefully things go well. Saturday we'll see Jamison Tyone make his third start of the year. He's 0-2 with a 7 ERA, pitching nine innings with nine Ks. His first start against the Brewers was not great, but I thought he looked better against the Rangers, but was some vi- a victim of some bad defense that hurt him. If you remember, there were errors by Madrigal and Hosmer, as well as a ball that was misplayed in right field by Mancini. I think it made the numbers look a lot worse than the performance actually was. He had seven strikeouts in five innings. The Dodgers, on the other hand, they have some injuries in their starting pitching. You're going to see Michael Grove for the Dodgers. The Cubs have never faced him before. He's made six starts for the Dodgers last year. This year, is, he's 0-1. He faced the uh, he he did okay in his first start against the Rockies, but co- got pounded by the Diamondbacks in his last start, going 3.1 innings, giving up nine runs on 12 hits with one walk and four Ks. And then we get to the finale where Drew Smiley takes the ball for the Cubs. He's 0-1 with a 6.52 ERA and two starts, going 9.2 innings pitch with 10 Ks. Like Talion, he had an awful bad start, giving up six runs against the Reds, but he bounced back nicely versus the Mariners, going five innings and only giving up one run. He was in line for the win before Fulmer blew the save in the ninth. So this one's going to be tough because the Dodgers are going to be handing their ball to one of their best pitchers on their staff, and that's Julio Urias. Hard to believe, Dustin, that Urias is only 26 years old. I remember him pitching against the Cubs in 2016 on their World Series run in the NLCS. So, you know, he was only 20 years old when that happened. Yeah, he's awfully good. There's no doubt about that. And uh, he's got a, a nice uh, 3-0 start, 1-5-0 ERA, pitching 18 innings, 20 Ks. And uh, against the Giants, pitched six innings, gave up four hits, one earned, two walks, and AK. So the Cubs will have to uh, have some good approaches uh, when they go up to bat against this guy. Crawley, I want to go back to game two, and I think this is a really important outing for Jamison Tyone. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, you you would like him to have a good start. And I I feel like I said, I, I felt like the first one was bad. And I think the first one was on him. I think the second one, he looked a lot better. Just, you know, bad defense for one inning really kind of hurt him. And so, you know, I, I think he's going to be okay. And I'm, I'm kind of actually glad that he's, you know, we'll, we'll see what he does. But I'm not, I, you know, it, it's the first month of the season and you just don't want to get too jumpy on any of these guys right away. Sometimes some guys take a little bit while to get locked in. Others just come out of the gate. You know, you've seen 
You've seen uh, Marcus come out of the gate really good. Uh, last year, he didn't. So I, I got a feeling that Jamison is, is going to be a really good addition to this staff. And I'm not, I mean, the Dodgers staff is, is a really tough one. So the, 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 they're hitters. So let's see what he can do. But, you know, not, not super overly concerned on this one game. All right, Crowley, as we continue to preview the uh, upcoming series against the Dodgers, let's talk uh, who's hot and who is not hot. All righty, let's go with hot. And there, there is, the hottest Cub in the last week has been Nico Horner, 9 for 21 with one double and three RBIs. Trey Mancini is 7 for 21 with one homer. He had his first homer the other day and four RBIs. Not Ian Happ, four for his last 19. So hopefully with this contract all done, he can kind of get a little bit more loose. And then Patrick Wisdom is two for his last 16. Not good enough. Not nope. good enough. So uh, I agree with your hots and nots. There's no, the, uh, the numbers tell the stories. How about the Dodgers? Who's doing well for them? Well, Freddie Freeman is always doing well for them, aren't isn't he? So he's 10 for 27 with three doubles and a home run. J.D. Martinez is getting a little bit of a resurgence. He struggled in Boston the last few years. He's doing well in, in, out in L.A., out in La La Land. Seven for 22 with four doubles, a triple, and five RBIs. But on the not side, Max Muncy is four for 17, but two home runs and nine RBIs. So try not to put anyone in front of Max Muncy because he uh, he can still uh, hit them. All right, Crowley, prediction time. Three games against the Dodgers. They should all be tough. I'll go first this time. Uh, I'm going to go uh, one out of three. Don't get swept. And uh, I'm predicting that uh, Friday is the game they're going to win. Yeah, I, I, I like I like that. I'm going to go a little bit more optimistic just because the Cubs just had such a good homestand. I know they're playing away in Dodger Stadium, and, and the West Coast thing is always tough as a good Dodgers team. I, I got a feeling I don't I don't have a lot of stock in the uh, in the Cubs beating Urias, but I do feel like, you know, with with Tyone and with um, Steele, the Cubs have a chance to take those two games. So I'm going to I'm going to try to will it into existence. All right, Crowley. That's a wrap. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope everybody listening gets a great weekend. Enjoy the fact that the Cubs have won two series in a row and are heading out west. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials. Fly the W on Facebook, Fly the W670. Instagram, you can email us, fly the W670gmail.com. And now you can also watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, have a great weekend, and we will uh, connect either on Sunday or Monday. Yep, get the, get the coffee pots ready, Cubs fans. West Coast road trip. Go Cubs!